Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is the 21st Century Sports or 21st Century Hoops podcast. David Campbell, Gianna Dada, you know the drill. It's been a long time. It's been a long time for, for many of reasons, uh, mostly just because we've been so busy, so, so busy. But uh, we're back now. The NBA season's getting underway very soon, and it's exciting times. It is indeed. We got the preseason underway already. I believe it's uh, two two weeks tonight, correct? 12, uh, no, just under 13 days. Yeah, wow. so we're counting down the days. The opening night games are Lakers, Warriors, and Celtics 76ers. That could be wrong. I know like Lakers Warriors, the Bulls with the Heat game one, which is not fun. You guys with the Thunder, which is fun because the Thunder are bad. It's opening night to 18th, right? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, Sixers, Celtics, yeah, and Lakers Warriors. There you go. This is not our NBA season preview show. That will come next week. This for today is just recapping a lot of NBA news that's happened in the past couple of weeks, maybe in the past month, been some stuff that's gone down. I think the only notable trade I can think of was freaking that random three team trade that OKC did, where they sent a bunch of nobodies and get picks. I don't know for sure. We're not even going to talk about that. We're just going to discuss um, some stuff going on in Boston. Obviously, there's some stuff going on in Boston. There is. We're going to take, sure. take a look at the NBA 75 list. Uh, well, not NBA 75, sorry, the top, top 100. 100 players in the National Basketball Association. And then we're also going to take a talk about Victor Webayama, who played basketball yesterday, who let's just say is good at basketball. Are we just going to ignore Scoot Anderson or what? Scoot is awesome, too. Don't get me wrong. Scoot is unbelievable as well. This is no disrespect to Scoot, um, both of them. The, the tank for one and two is going to be something special, man. I think I think you're right. But before we get into any of that, we're going to start actually in Golden State as the war. This is breaking news. Pretty breaking. Have with us hour. There was an Ooh. altercation of sorts between Draymond Green and Jordan Poole where reports are saying Draymond punched Jordan Poole. Ag- well, not punch, but struck aggressively i think is what struck forcefully said. i think is yes, forcefully struck is verbatim what he said um i don't really know what to make of this and basically just ask you straight up should we be worried about this i don't know anyway? not at not at all i don't think i don't think it's a it's a red flag in any way draymond is such an intense player and you know they're a team that just they just want a championship. Clearly, they want to do it again. They're all very, you know, very intense and emotional. I think that's all it is. I think it was just tempers sure. down, tempers flared in a practice, and that's all it really was. I am not. I don't think I have a little bit of. I think my caution just is not so much of Draymond. Look, Draymond's a wild player. We know this. I will never really be hating on Draymond for, you know, stuff that he does. Because in all honesty, I do think that it comes with a purpose. The results speak for themselves. I'm just a little bit worried about this Warriors team in general and their youth, like being able to take that next leap. Like, I mean, but the thing is, we this was the question before last year, and they did it. No, I know. It's not even so much that. It's so much of that mentally. I mean, last year's Warriors team was just so – like the veterans were amazing. Don't get me wrong. 
and Poole was good. Moody and Kuminga obviously had their moments. Are like it can't. Especially, I think it's really just Poole is the big one. Can he mature and become a reliable player for this Golden State team? Because eventually, age is going to show on Steph, mm-hmm. on Clay. Kind of already has on Clay and Draymond. Wiggins is still there. Could Wiggins have another repeat year? Like, are the in your opinion, Gianni? Are the Warriors the favorites in the West? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I agree, and I don't think this changes really anything like that. I am just more cautious about their ability to perf- like to have an 82-game season of no hiccups. And I don't know. I mean, this, this is not the year to mess around in the West. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's true. The thing is, like, they got the perfect coach to deal with something like this. Oh, absolutely. Because it happened to him. Mm-hmm. It's so yeah. I, I mean, I'm not comparing Draymond to Michael Jordan, but <laughs> a situation in which Steve Kerr was punched in a practice did it. Did yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, like I like I kind of alluded to, all the questions about maturity and stepping up; those were all questions last year, and clearly with the championship run that we saw, they answered the questions. I don't think. Wiggins had a flash in the pan year. I think he just found a system that really works for him. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, and it's it tends to happen a lot. Like for the past two, three years, obviously before last season, the Warriors have been doing different experiments, testing out different players to see who fit with their team. And they found the guys that fit with their team and they ran with it, won a championship last year. So I don't, I don't, I don't really see any, you know, big glaring questions that need to be asked in terms of can everybody step up? Cause they already have. Yeah, that's fair. Um, we just wanted to touch on that and move on a more serious note. We won't spend a lot of time on this. There's kind of really not much else to be said. You know, this was kind of a perfect transition because we had a, we had a hiccup with the, with the West favorites, defending champs of the West. Well, we've had a bigger hiccup with the defending champs of the Eastern conference. Ime Udoka is suspended for, the entire season indefinitely indefinitely my guess is the whole season well no he it's bare minimum it's the season gotcha that's gotcha. not that gotcha it could be longer and i'm not gonna lie to you it kind of seems like he's not gonna have a job again and that's fair to say man that is something where it's totally understandable Mm-hmm. And I don't blame it. So, well, my question it's, it's for you just, is: it, is like, it, does it does this have a major effect on Boston's season? And I think the answer has to be yes. Yeah, I mean, both of us were, you know, such big fans of Ime Udoka last year, and especially with his coaching. Like, I think he's a top five coach in the NBA, and the, it's gonna they're replacing him with from what I know, a former social media manager. Now, I'm obviously, you can, like, great coaches can come from any, can come from anywhere. That's not necessarily a knock, but it's not Ime Udoka. Like, I, I think it's definitely going to cause some problems within that team. My thing is, there is a person in the organization who has great relationships with players. And his name is Brad Stevens. 
Mm-hmm. And I understand Brad Stevens is past that. He's, he's done with that chapter of his life. But if there's just at least a year, I mean, we're, the season's two weeks away. Yep. Like, you can find a new coach after the season no matter what. And I'm not saying that the guy who's taking over is a bad or a good coach. It, it's nothing personal like that. But I'm taking Brad Stevens over whoever it is. Yeah. Period. I agree. Mm-hmm. I think I'm, Brad Stevens is also top five coach. So, and, he, I and think I he still think, is. And I think that he should be the coach of this team. I, the guy's name is Joe Mazula. Okay. I believe. Uh, yeah, he's the interim coach of the, the Boston Celtics. He's 34 years old. He's young, young guy. Mm-hmm. He was the head coach of Fairmont State in 2017-2019, became the Celtics assistant in 2019. And okay, so I don't know where I got the stuff about the social media manager. Yeah, I don't know where they other from either. Nevertheless, he had some success at Fairmont State, but it's a D2 school. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, I don't think the, it's bad. Bottom line, they're going to be worse. Yeah, like they they that at, was projected no matter minimum, what. Like yeah, at the bare minimum, the coach is worse, and that's not really something that can be debated. Um, but I think with Brad Stevens, I think he can still win the title, and maybe maybe it works out with Joe Mazzula. Maybe it does, and you know he's he's your guy. For the, he's only thirty four. You know, he's your guy, but you know maybe it does. But I I'm gonna bet no, it doesn't. And I think this. I don't know. I think and it, I mean like I. I'm not. I don't know how far I'm gonna have them fall, but man, it's gonna be, it's gonna be down there, they, man. Yeah, they. I. They spent so much time in the first half and like, first two thirds of last season, figuring it out, figuring yeah. out their system, figuring out the chemistry, figuring out everything, and now they have to just start all over again. Yeah. With a guy that's not as good of a coach. He's not. The fact. So I, I think it, it could legitimately cause like real issues with that team. I don't disagree. Let's move on. What's our takes on that? Move quickly here. The NBA top 100 players just came out. NBA rank. I want to break down some things. Not go player by player. We're not going to do that. A couple of just questions for you, Johnny. Number one. Talk to me. There are rookies in the top 100 list. There are two to be exact. Paulo Boncaro and Keegan Murray. What are your thoughts yeah, on, on rookies being involved in top 100? Should they be? And which one should be if you think yes? I mean, it's just like we talked about the same thing last year. It's like always such a weird thing. Because it's like, how am I supposed to say with like 100% certainty and 100% confidence that Paulo Boncaro is already better than guys that He's already been better NBA than like. I mean, like there's he's five, ahead of guys. Years. There's veterans that are below him on that list. Dude, Christoph Porzingis is below him. Yeah, that's I do not like that. Aaron Gordon's below him. Jonas Valanciunas is below him. Jordan Clarkson's below him. I mentioned Porzingis. Malcolm Prodden's below him. Yeah, that's bad. Nurkic, Mike Conley, Buddy like Heald, Anthony Simons, Christian Anthony Wood, D'Lo. Yeah, it's just. See, no, wrong, incorrect. He was um, 93. Yeah, I know. That's bad. I I mean, I honestly, I don't think they should be on there. 
I, I would agree with you. I don't think they should be either because you have that that even the, the even smidge of that where it's like, you know what? I I am so confident Paul Montero is going to be an all star within three seasons. I am so confident that yeah, I, I, I am. But there's no need to like have to put him there now. Yeah, there's it's no not, need to. Not yet. They're just really really pushing the the narratives about them. Narrative Keegan ball. Murray is weird. That one's weird. I think like, that's I, I think that's like, heavy narrative ball. Just because like. Is it? Do, I don't think people are going. I would think like someone like Jaden Ivey or so. So, so or, or remember, like that, remember that picture of the like it was a picture of like Paulo, Chet, Jabari Smith, and then Jaden Ivey. Yeah. And it was like someone posted like the future of the NBA. And I was like, this is so disrespectful to Keegan Murray, who was picked for mm-hmm. picked ahead of Jaden Ivey. That was the case. But Ivey's just more sexy. And what? no, like in terms of like a player, Gianni, geez, say serious here. In terms Dude, of a player, in terms of a player, no, it's not my fault. In yeah, terms of a he player, is. he looked good today. And, and huh? <laughs> looked good today. They played. They were... So anyway, but I think that was kind of like a hey, like don't forget about Keegan Murray too. We're gonna put him in there. I, mean, just, I guess. Like, talk about I don't. I, hi- I no, highly doubt because no one's talking about him. I highly doubt that's what was happening. Maybe not. Um, number seventy six. You know who that is? I do not. It's Ben Simmons. What are your thoughts on that's that? Just, that's like that's so weird. Because like, where do we put Ben Simmons? Last year he was twenty eight. If we're talking about like guys that if he's lower because he didn't play, Kawhi shouldn't be twelve. Yeah, like, I, I mean, obviously Ben Simmons is not on the level of Kawhi Leonard, but it's just they both didn't play last year. I just I. I don't know where I would put him because like, I don't know where I would either. I don't know. It's, it's so, it's such a weird thing because not only did he not play last year, he looked terrible the year before in the playoffs. So I don't know. I honestly, I would probably just put him around the middle just, just because I would put him around so, there just because I think he belongs there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, do you think Ben Simmons is really only like a top sixty player in the NBA? No, I think he's really good. We are a pro Ben Simmons podcast. We are very much so, and it's like <laughs> just because he's injured, it's like that makes it so it's such like a. If it's based off projections, which it is, it's based off projections. This list is. Then I'd have Ben. Yeah, yeah, then I'd have true. Ben Simmons higher. It, yeah, there's no way he's going to be the seventy third best NBA player by the end of the season. Is this is not going to be the case? I, I doubt it. He's either going to be way higher or way lower. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Another one, 11 spots higher, number 65, Russell Westbrook. Okay. I mean, like, okay. He's not good. I just. Here's the, here's the thing. Okay. Well, tell me the thing. What's the thing? He should not be on this list. I don't disagree. He is not a Taiwan player in the NBA. I I'm, I'm tired of it. Like, as am I. I'm sick and tired of seeing it, man. Like, mm-hmm. He does not contribute to good basketball, to winning basketball. Not at all. He's athletic, and he stat pads, but he can't shoot. His nope. passing has gone down. It has. He cannot play defense. That is correct. And he's a good rebounder, but who cares? So it's like, like – not. And I just want to point out, he not only is bad at shooting and mm-hmm. doesn't play defense – He's like one of the worst at both in the NBA. Yeah. Like he, it's not just that he's not great at it. 
It's not like. Yeah, he's not like, you know. Just like, okay, like he can kind of hit shots sometimes. He's like, he had one of the lowest three-point percentages in the NBA last year. And I'm pretty sure one of the lowest defensive win shares in the, like he's horrible at defense and horrible at shooting. Yeah. Which is the last thing that a particular player that's on his team. But even like ignoring that, you got to be able to shoot and play defense at the NBA now. If you can't do yeah. those things, like, bro. I mean, Trey Young doesn't play defense. But he shoots. He can shoot. He can shoot. He can shoot. He can shoot. You have, to, to, you have, yeah, you have yeah, to do at least one of the three. Or one of the yeah, two, sorry. One of the two. That's, that's you know what I mean? You have to do at least one of the two. Or at least, like, you know, like, even DeMar DeRozan is not, not a great three-point shooter. But he's also, like, a, a good enough defender. And he's a okay three-point shooter. So that's fine. You know what I mean? But. Yeah. Most is bad at everything. I don't disagree. And, like, dude. If like I know this isn't His a trade, IQ is also this isn't really like a, a trade value like ranking because obviously Paolo would be like top 15, 20. But mm-hmm. if Russell Westbrook right now was traded for like a guy like D'Angelo Russell, Minnesota fans would be pissed. I, I would be Laker, livid. Lakers fans would be rejoicing, rejoicing in this hundred percent. Yep, throwing parades, robbery, and they same did. thing. Okay, you know what? Let's go with someone his age. If Russell Westbrook was traded for Mike Conley, it's a win-win for both trade. Sides, you know why? Because Lakers get better because Mike is a better player, and the Jazz can tank better for Rick Robiama. I so. disagree. I don't think no, no. That's the one thing that I will disagree with you with. What? Russell Westbrook doesn't contribute to winning basketball on a winning team, but if he goes to a team that's tanking, like the Spurs or the Jazz, he will win them more games than they want to win. Just, uh... just simply, dude, he will put up the numbers to win games. Maybe. He doesn't contribute to winning basketball with LeBron because they they just don't mesh well. And I like I like like we just said, I don't think he's very good That's anymore. True. But he puts up the numbers to win games by himself. He did it in like well, I don't nec- I wouldn't necessarily say he was by himself in Washington, but like mm-hmm. they won more games because he was on the team. Like they would have yeah. been worse without him. It's just that on the Lakers, he's doesn't contribute to winning. Yeah. I don't think he would contribute to winning on the Wolves either. No, absolutely absolutely not. So. All right. Moving higher. In my opinion, the most underrated player on this list, number 48, is Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Yeah. I, I, under, I understand he was hurt, but I, I understand he was hurt. But he is so freaking good mm-hmm. when he plays. He's insane, dude. And if they give, if he plays a full season, I think he'll be a top three player in the league. He should be already. Top thirty, you said. Yeah, he's better than Lamelo Ball, one thousand percent. I don't know if I'd agree. One thousand percent better than Lamelo Ball. I think he's better Is than he? Dejounte Murray too. Mm. I think he's better. Uh, than Ty- I think he's better than Tyrese Maxey too. Yeah, I would agree with that. Animal Column. Yeah. Darius Garland. Yep. Shea is better. Yep. Draymond. Draymond's 43 in this list. Uh, they're such like polar opposite players, dude. I know. It's so tough. Like they couldn't be more opposite. We're 40 real quick. Zion Williamson. Me. Yeah, it's too low. Like, dude, if it's a, if based we're t- on like, projections, he's top, 11. He's, he, and, yeah. Like yeah. around there. Uh huh. He's going to be he's so top good. 15 for sure. And you're not projecting oh. health. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. 
Like it's based on I mean, projections. He, Why is he yeah. below Clay Thompson? Yeah, that's bad. If yeah. yeah, looking at it as you know, what ESPN says that they are basing this off of, it's looking like even worse than it was before. Yeah. One thing I do love though, Cade Cunningham, thirty-five. I mean, that's a narrative that's being pushed, but I'm with it. So absolutely. Here's one that you won't like Kyrie Irving, 33. Yeah, it's way too. Why? Why is he that low? Wiggins is 32. Yeah, wrong. No. Chris Middleton's 31. I just like, come on, man. It's Kyrie. Like, I don't, I don't like that. I disagree. I know. I, I, I'm not, I'm not against it. I also think Drew Holiday should be a little higher. 26, though, is actually kind of fair. There's so many good players in the NBA. This was one thing I was going to say, just like just in general, like you look at the West, you look at the East. I've like never seen this much talent in the league. Like oh, yeah. each, so each conference goes players. like eight deep, dude. Mm-hmm. That's absurd. All right, I want to ask you about someone because Tim Minnesota Timberwolves have three players in the top 25. Yeah. Anthony Edwards, number 25. Thoughts. Um, I mean, I would put him there. I don't think I, he necessarily deserves projection. to be there. If it's projections, like if it's projections, I'm putting him higher. I put him higher. Like, there's no reason for why he can't be higher. And there's like, one. The other, the next one is more questionable. I think. What? The next Timberwolf is a little more questionable. Oh, is it uh Rudy? No. No, it's Rudy at 18. Is it? Yeah, he's the next one. Cat is oh. Cat's. Where's Cat? He's 13. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what? <Yeah. laughs> Look, I love Carl Downs. That's do I. <laughs> I, I. I would agree. I thought he's that it so was like, good. He is so good. I, I thought that it was like an all right spot when I first saw it. And then I like took some time to think about it. Like, and dude, like. I talked. He's to not some better people. than Paul George. It's like he's not. Like he's Carl's just he's not better than Paul George. So he isn't. I don't think he's better than Trey Young. I would agree with that. I don't think he's better than Jimmy. Jimmy at seventeen is crazy. You know he might take a step back. People are a lot of people are like projecting that step back for. I Jimmy. mean, based based on what though? Like, Age, what are you going off of? Hair. I mean, hair. <laughs> okay, come on. Age, just like, like, just like, I don't know, an increased role for Hero and Bam, and like he didn't play as well the second half of the season last year. Dude, he goes stupid in the playoffs. I love Jimmy. I don't think it's gonna happen, but I've been, I've been seeing it. So I'm saying, all right. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, if it's based on project- projections, then I think you agree with Jimmy being lower than Carl. I no, I would take Jimmy over Carl based on. Based off projections. I mean, I, I I don't necessarily disagree. Anthony Davis, 20. Too high. Like, I know you're going to think, guys, you will dare you guys like Zion being that high, one on 80. Because 80 is bad. Yeah. I mean, he's not bad. Well, let's, let's, <laughs> let's relax. I know okay, that, he's not bad. He's not uh, bad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we But he's not bad. like. He's not as good as people say that he is. I don't think he's going to be better than DeMar DeRozan at the end of the year. He's not better than him now. I I agree with you. I don't think he is. Like, and I don't think he will. Here's my thing. Tell me your thing. Okay, okay. So I think injury plays a factor 
when you believe that an injury won't affect a player anymore. I don't think an injury is going to affect Ben Simmons anymore. I I um, I, I, I disagree. I I'm, don't. I don't I necessarily hopeful. agree. I am hopeful, and I and I think Zion will stay healthy. I think he will. I think he took a ton of time last year. He's going to play over sixty games this year. And that's right. why I would totally have him over Anthony Davis. But I don't mm-hmm. think – I think with AD, I don't think the injuries are behind him. No, not at all. And, I mean, in fact, didn't you just – didn't you – isn't he hurt already? He's out tonight with lower back tightness. precautionary, says the Lakers. Okay. Um, I mean, I completely agree with you. I don't I, – I don't think that they're behind him at all because, like, he – I don't even necessarily want to make it as simple as, you know, he's glass man. He has had such a, um, like an unconventional, um, like body transformation. He was very, very small and then had an unbelievable growth spurt. I think he grew like a foot and a half in like a summer. Yeah. So he, he has, like he struggled with body development and that's why I really don't think that I think the injuries are going to be with him, not only for the rest of his career, but like for the rest of his life, like he's going to be dealing, he's going to be dealing with problems with his body. I don't want to, yeah, I just kind of want to, I want to, I want to circle back to the Ben Simmons of it. I think the back issues could very well also hinder his career for, for the rest of it. Because that's Maybe. something that um, he talked about recently on JJ Reddick's podcast. And they were talking about it as something that he's been dealing with for like a very, very long time. This isn't the, the back issues are not something new. Yeah. He would have issues with his back when, when JJ was playing with them in Philly. So yeah. this has been happening for years. Yeah. So there you go. Johnny with, is friends with JJ Reddick. I think apparently. Um, I don't spend too much more time here. I want to get to the last one of Victor Obiama. Number 10, Devin Booker. Nine, John Moran. We both disagree with those. Should be lower. Yeah. Eight, Kevin Durant. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, no, it's seven, too low. No matter who. Seven's Tatum. No. Six is Braun. I, th- uh, I mean, I don't hate that spot, but like, I think he could go one up because no. one, he could be five, but five Steph. Okay. I think he's very clearly four. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think there's a world where you can put Embiid ahead of him. Like, no, Embiid is not four. I disagree Embiid's with that. Four. Luka Doncic is three, which is like, dude, I'll admit this ESPN freaking nailed the top three. Yeah. A lot of people are going to put Steph higher than Luca, which is understandable for many reasons. But like, he's, he's different, man. He's he is different, different, man. He's insane. Jokic two, absolutely back-to-back MVPs. Completely agree. And then Giannis is one, which is yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Also completely agree. That's so, my top three. The only issue that I have with the top five is I put Steph at four and then Braun at five. Yeah. So I would just shift a uh, MB down. Step at four, run at five. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. 
Probably who was one last year? Kevin Durant was one last year. Yeah, and he fell seven spots. Is that? I don't think that's fair. I don't know if that's fair no, to say. I just, I, I there's so many really, really great players in the NBA, mm-hmm. man. Like, like the debate between him and Joel Embiid is like right there, and it's like so Tatum, Tatum's on that debate, but I think LeBron is. Uh no. Bron's I'm like, debating Embiid and Braun and Katie. I'm, I'm for that, for I'm that taking, five spot. I'm taking LeBron over both of them. Yeah. Yeah. All right, here we go, Jim. Final thing we're going to do. Let's do that. I saw a tweet. Did you? You are the GM of, say, the Utah Jazz. Okay. You have landed the number one overall pick in the 2023 NBA draft. Right. You have earned Victor Abiyama. I have. Here are eight different trade packages. Mm. Okay, I like this. Would you accept these trades for Victor Webiyama? Because it pretty much is. I'm going to pick these Victor Webiyama. Right. So just him. Nothing else added to this. Just game. Victor Webiyama. Okay. Number one. From the New Orleans Pelicans, Zion Williamson straight up. Um, I'm saying it depends on the year. Give me, give me this one year because everybody's expecting Zion to be fully healthy this year, or at least you know more healthy than he has been. Give me the year, and then if he stays healthy, I might do that deal. I might pull the trigger on that. That one's close. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna say no right now, but my answer, like, like I said, might change yeah. by March. Evan Mobley, straight up. Wow. Um. I don't know, man. Like, I'm probably not taking that. I'm not doing that. No, no chance I'm doing that. Webayama can be a one. I don't think I honestly don't think Mobley no, can be a one. Yeah, he can, dude. He's so good. You're right. That's why they acquired Donovan Mitchell in the offseason because they were so confident in Garland and, and Evan Mobley's ability to lead the team. Well, I mean, they just well, well, no, that doesn't. You think Donovan Mitchell is going to be a better leader? Come on. I don't think they have a one, which is why, like, I don't think you need a one. Garland and Mitchell will take the last shot, but like, Mobley might still be the they best player. Three, they have, they don't have a one. They have they three number three ones, twos. three twos, no, and, then a, three and then a three, yeah. and then a three in yeah. Jared Allen, and then like, mm-hmm. a, and then like a four in Karis Lever. Um, number three, Pascal Siakam, Fred Van Vliet, and three first round picks. Three. Mm-hmm. Sheesh. That's a large package right there. Pause. Resume. I um, I I'll get ahead of this one. I'm not doing that. Like you know, you know where you are with with you get first off, those picks won't be good. And then you get Siakam. I mean, how do you know? Because the Raptors are at bare minimum gonna make at least a plan. So they'll be like middle of the pack picks. I don't want that. Yeah. Yeah, it's and you know how far you get with Van Vliet and Siakam. You need Kawhi. You need a one. You need mm-hmm. what Scotty yeah, Barnes true. might become. Um, so I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'll take Victor. You can. You, I think you you convinced me. Number four, Paolo Boncaro and Markel Fultz. Wow, that one's so close. Dude, Markel's <laughs> just so like Markel's good. good. No, he's good. He's good. No, he's not, dude. He's Stop good. lying to yourself. Like, I'm let's not. relax. I don't let's think he's like. I don't think he's. Ourselves. I don't think he moves the needle for me. But I think he's a solid player. Then why are you putting him in? Because I don't know. That's what Dulane says. It's not my choice. Okay, I'm, I he's kind of like a you're not taking you're, you're not taking bunk. Okay, then, okay. Then are you taking Bunkero Rubiyama? Like, no, you're not. Rubiyama's a better prospect than him. 
Is he? Yes. Yeah, he is. Bubba yeah. Yama, I, I, I uh, man, I'm hopping. I'm Dude, people, hopping on. Bro, train, people man. are saying he's he's the biggest prospect since LeBron. I am. Like, yes, that's one of those people. I am one of those. People. He's not, dude. He's not a bigger prospect than Zion. Yes, he, right now, yep. right now, no, he isn't. I think dude, so. Zion literally took over the country for. Like, well, it's Victor can't because he plays overseas. So that's not fair. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. He's not the bigger prospect. Well, the prospect is something. Bigger, okay, fine. Bigger, I'll give Zion, but better, I'm giving Victor Biala. I don't know, dude. I think like, let's move on. Move on. Sorry, sorry. We gotta, we gotta go here. We got five minutes. Right. Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart. No, no, absolutely not. I think Marcus Smart's like borderline replaceable. <laughs> and yeah, and you were already close to trading Jalen Brown as you did the Celtics. Like you're already like, like touching that. So if you're the Jazz, like, you no, you're not doing that. Yeah, no, no pass. Lamelo and Kai Jones. Kai Jones. Oh, that gives me bad memories. Um, <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. Yeah, I'm absolutely not doing that. These next two. Oh man. Uh oh. LeBron. Bam at a bio and two firsts. No, I'm not doing that. Yeah, no, not me either. This is the one. Oh man, I don't even know. This is the one that I've been debating on a lot. Here we Talk go. To me. Two first round picks from the Detroit Pistons and Cade Cunningham. Wow. Cade and two first. And those picks might be good. They, the, yeah. those, those picks are like they could be top 10. The Pistons aren't gonna be, be good in 2024 and 2025. It could be. Maybe good in 25, but year one at least, like that's a top 10 pick, probably. Is it? I mean, dude, Cade could like have a Luca type, Luca type year this could, year. Man, like he easily could, dude. You see, he could easily go like have a Luca year two jump. He like, could so easily. He's so good. I love like, Cade. Um, and dude, Jaden, I do Jalen Durant. Dude, that team's so sick. Like <laughs> I'm telling, oh, I told, I told you this a while ago. Might as well get it. Did do everyone. That. Everyone better, you know, everyone better trying to win ready. the East in the next two, three years. Because after that, the Pistons are going to run it's that over. thing. Yeah, you're done for. Oh, uh, and two first and Cade. I'm doing that. I'm pulling that trigger for sure. Yeah, I don't know, man. I've, I've been so debating on it. Because, like, you're probably getting a top 10 pick, and then I think probably a, like a middle-of-the-road pick and. The next year after that, but and a guy that could potentially be a top five, top like, five, yeah, top yeah. seven player for the next 15 years. Yeah, totally. Totally could do that. And yeah, that one's that one's so close. The kid's so good. Everyone's like was saying like no to all eight. Like, I don't think that's true. Like, I I think you gotta look at especially eight. I think you gotta look at four with Bunkero Bunkero and Fulls. Oh yeah. And Zion too. Like if Zion has a breakout season, like bro, you're taking Zion. Like I'm like you are. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, like I love Victor. You know, I you know I love him more than most, but well, not more than most. Yeah. I love I actually I love him, but not more than most people. People love that guy more than more than a lot of people, like any of the props I've ever seen. But clearly, yeah. But I, oh man, I don't know, they're close, man. That's close. Man. I'm, t- I'm if I'm Utah, I'm accepting that trade. The Cade if one. I'm, yeah. If I'm if it's draft night and they yeah. say you can have Cade and our un- unprotected first for next year and the year after, I'm doing that. Give me it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, there you go. That's all I have. That was a 10. Are you doing... Okay, let me ask you this then. Talk let, me to me. You, let me ask you this. Are, are you doing that if you're like the Pistons then? Probably not or no? Am I trading Cade in two first? Yeah. No. Would you trade Anthony Edwards straight up for the number one overall pick? <laughs> I know you're. I know you're going to say no because you love the guy too much. Dude, like... I think Anthony Edwards could I think very, could very well could very well become one of the greatest players of all time. That's just what I think. <laughs> I, I disagree, but like, oh my god. <laughs> like I probably he's to be better than LeBron James. So you know, oh yeah, it's just me. I mean, like that's just that's the Wolves fan in me. And I'm gonna be on just straight up, nothing else added. You gonna answer my question? Yeah, straight up. And straight up, nothing else added. I'm not sending Edwards. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sending Anthony Edwards for mm. for that guy. Close. Well, a cat, cat straight up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's gonna do it. Any last words, Johnny? About thirty seconds. Go for it. Um, that's some school. <laughs> well, that one, that ship has unfortunately sailed. Um, Russell, I, I got big. I got big words coming. Are you ready? Yeah. Russell Westbrook to the bench. <laughs> uh, shout out to uh, Chris Evans. There you go. Uh, we'll let you, 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 the audience can decide which Chris Evans I mean. This has been the 21st Century Hoops podcast. Next show is NBA preview time where Gianni will pick the Spurs to win the Western Conference.